1: Co-worker of yours.
0: You can follow the fan at 937 The Fan on Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Peters Township. You can also visit them online at SouthHillsJeep.com. Kale Berger back here with you. Things tightening up between the uh, Lakers and the Nuggets. Just a four point lead for Denver here uh, with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And uh, with the NBA back, that means, of course, basketball season is back, but not just professional, college basketball as well. And our buddy Noah Hiles of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, he is in North Carolina right now with ACC Media Days, you know, getting ready to meet the players and the teams and stuff. We're only a couple of weeks away from the tip-off of the 2023 college basketball season, and we bring Noah on right now on the fan hotline presented by Nema Colon. Noah, what's up, brother? Thanks for joining the show.
1: Hey, Kale, Thanks for having me on, man.
0: How is North Carolina treating you so far?
1: It's fantastic, Kale. I, I love this state. Uh, it's just great. Here at a Buffalo Wild Wings right now, watching my Arizona Diamondbacks compete for the National League pennant. They've got basketball on. It's it's just a great time in the Tar Heel State. It always is, Kale.
0: Um, you know, I have to ask you this question, because this actually went viral on social media today, and you're at a Buffalo Wild Wings right now. Did you see this, uh, this meme or this list that was retweeted by Stephen A. Smith of a list of places where women will refuse to go on a date with you?
1: <laughs> My girlfriend sent this to me. <laughs> um, I did not take the time to look through all of it. Uh, I know it started with Cheesecake Factory. It does. Right? That's it what does. started with this. Uh, which I will say, I have taken a first date to Cheesecake Factory before. Great call. And I thought it. I thought it went well. I thought it went well. I mean, it didn't work out between her and I, and that's okay. I hope she's happy, but. <laughs> You know, I, I I have no qualms with Cheesecake Factory, and I think, you know, us fellas, me and you, Kale, we're catches. Women should be happy wherever we take them because, you know, we're good guys. So yes, I I I, I, I oppose this list of.
0: All right, well let uh, me let me. Go. I I agree with Cheesecake Factory. I'm a big Cheesecake Factory guy, and I think that the more options, the better. Someone can get whatever they want. If if you're feeling, you know a steak and she's feeling Italian pasta or Mexican food, you can get it at Cheesecake Factory. But let me read some All of right. these off the list to you. All right. These are places that apparently you should not take a girl on a first date. Uh, option number five here on the list is Olive Garden.
1: First date, Olive Garden, I wouldn't do it. Uh, but, like, you know, I feel like if you're a little older maybe okay. and uh, right. you just it's just like a little – I feel like that's a good place to take someone if you're both divorced
0: Uh, for a first date. (laughs) Number six, the movies. That sounded that was old reliable forever.
1: No, not not on a first date. You want you want to communicate. You want to talk. You want to get to know each other. You're not talking during a movie. You're sitting there watching in the dark. That's not a good first date. Yeah, you're right. That
0: this is why you are uh, in a relationship and I am not. Um, Right. (laughs) What about number twenty five? Hookah bar. Have you ever taken a date to a hookah bar?
1: No, I would not take anyone to a hookah bar. Those are disgusting. <laughs> I, we had a hookah in my fraternity house my freshman year, and everyone got mono, except for me, because I didn't smoke it. Because hookahs gross.
0: All right, all right. No. La- last one here for you, and maybe we'll revisit these at the end. this I actually agree with this one. Number 20, family functions. You can't oh, take someone date? to meet your family on the first date. That is a red flag yeah. if I've ever seen one.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's not good. No, I agree with that one. That's not a restaurant, though.
0: Well, it's not just restaurants; it's just places you cannot oh. go. Oh, the places you Please. can't go.
1: Okay, yeah, I can. I mean, I could throw a couple more on that list, but yeah. All
0: like, right. Well, I'm,
1: well I'm, I'm I'm currently on the phone looking at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Probably not a good first date. You know. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. All right. Let's revisit this after we get some uh, <laughs> some pit basketball information out of you. Um, all right. You're gonna talk to the team tomorrow, or some some representatives from the team. I think it's. Uh, Right, Ishmael Leggett and uh, Blake Hinson? Yes. Okay, so, but you had have the opportunity to meet with some of these guys or hear from the team over the last couple of weeks up at the Peterson Event Center as they've been undergoing practice. What have you learned about this team thus far and, and their outlook, their mentality heading into the season after they were an NCAA tournament team last year?
1: Um, I'll say that I'm impressed with how well Jeff Capel brings a team together. I mean, last year we saw it um, – you know the chemistry i think played a huge role in that team's success uh, just how everyone was unselfish and bought in to the to the culture to the collective whole and i kind of wondered how that would be this year with so many new newcom- or not 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 a ton of newcomers but newcomers at key positions especially in the backcourt now how are these young players going to invest how are how are these new transfers going to invest into something that's already a little bit established as a, as opposed to uh, you know, selling someone on building something of their own. Um, but everyone seems really bought in, Cale. And I, I think that's impressive. I think, again, that goes to – it says a lot about what Jeff Capel is able to do as a program builder. It says a lot about, you know, the guys that stuck around, the Blake Hensons, the Diaz Graham twins, Fetty Federico, Will Jeffress, all those guys. Um, it says a lot about them. Uh, and it just says a lot about the guys who are coming in, too, that they're willing to, to buy into something that's a little bigger than themselves and, uh, you know, invest into the vision that Coach Capel has.
0: So one of the things that was so advantageous for them last year was their their veteran guards. And it sounds like it's getting rowdy at that Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, uh, the Diamondbacks just scored. Oh, not good. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so it, it sounds like um, these, these guards are going to have to take on an expanded role, especially as young guys. And that was so crucial for Pitt last year that they had veterans at those all-important positions. And we had a little, I guess, not-so-secret scrimmage they had against Georgetown last week, and it looked like those guards fared pretty well. What do you think excites you most or is most interesting to you from the Jalen Lowe and and Carlton Carrington, that young guard group that's going to have to take on a big role this year?
1: Yeah, I I think my big concern with that youth, like heading into this season, was is Pitt going to have enough people that can create their own shot? Like, you know Blake Henson can. And you figure Ishmael Leggett should be able to based off of, you know, what he's done at Rhode Island. Yeah. But it's like they need a second or they need a third or a fourth guy. Because last year they had four, if not five guys who could create their own look with the basketball. Um, But from what I've seen from both Carrington and Lowe, I think they're both able to do that, especially Carrington. I think Carrington might be able like, is probably second on the team when it comes to, you know, creating his own look off the bounce. And, and Coach Cable even talked about that after a Friday scrimmage that we were able to sit in and watch. It was a practice. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're both impressive. Uh, they're both, you know, they're raw. They're, they're young. But I think it helps that they got here early. I think it helps that there are older players who they can kind of lean on on the team. Um, but I, I think that their ability to create their own looks And they're not just going to be guys who are looking to get rid of the basketball or strictly looking to set other people up. If they need a bucket, they can rely on two freshmen to go try and get them one. And that's that's a big thing.
0: How big do or how much bigger do the Diaz-Graham brothers look? I know there's been a lot of talk about the weight they put on this offseason. They're, of course, very tall and long guys, but also very skinny as well. How much of a difference do you see in their physiques and how that can help them?
1: Um, I think you really see it most just by the way they play the game. And, uh, I mean, when you're that tall, unless you put on, like, 100 pounds, it's not going to show up instantly. Now, if, like, we were to – I'm sure there will be a, a point sometime this year where someone has, like, a full-body picture of what they looked like last year compared to this year, and you'll see it. But, like, you don't necessarily see it just, like, sitting down next to them. Um, but you, you notice that they feel – especially Guillermo, because Jorge's been hurt, Uh, you you notice that they they feel like they can be a little bit more physical. Where last year, I mean, they are kind of tripping over their own feet, right? You know, like they were just kind of learning, still kind of learning how to play in their bodies a little bit. But uh, you you notice a little bit more of a physical edge to them, and that's what they need. If they're going to be boxing out, you know, Kyle Filipowski and Armando Baycott, you got to use every single one of those 230 pounds or 240 pounds, whatever they're lifted at now, uh, because you need that. You need that extra weight to be physical in this league.
0: Uh, Noah, who are you most excited to talk to tomorrow? Maybe that's not even one of the Pitt Panthers. Obviously, that all the ACC teams can be represented there. Uh, is there a storyline elsewhere in the conference that you're very intrigued by this season?
1: Um, well, I'm, I'm working on a story now about uh, NIL. Uh, I actually had some great conversations with a lot of the women's players today, uh, especially Deja Kelly from uh, North Carolina. We had a great interview and just kind of working on something that's going to run Sunday on the difference between NIL and women's college basketball compared to men's Uh, because, you know, I I really think NIL has helped grow the women's game so much. I mean, you look at like how big Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark and all these other stars are and uh, it's kind of cool to to hear their perspective on how they're using brands to really enhance their overall game and sport where men's nil it's a little different it's kind of used as like a free agency tool in a way um so that's i I have some plans to talk to some pretty big names i mean some of the top or eight of the top 100 nil evaluations will be in charlotte tomorrow you know and some guys from Miami, some guys from Duke, some guys from North Carolina. So, yeah, like those those will all be fun conversations. But if I had to pick one person, got to go with my guy Blake Hinson. He never disappoints in an interview. Never. So, looking forward to chatting with him.
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. We're joined by Noah Hiles here of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He's down in uh, North Carolina for ACC Media Day. Is getting ready for basketball season, which starts, hard to believe, in just a couple of weeks here. Noah, before I let you run um, – Number 18 on this list. You cannot take someone on a date for coffee, apparently. Hmm.
1: Um, I disagree. I think, here's my thing. I would only do a coffee date on the first date if the girl suggested it. Like, I I personally would want to take them out somewhere nicer. But if coffee is what they're comfortable with, then you go with that. I've been on some first coffee dates.
0: Okay. Well, how about this one? We'll we'll close on this. Number 27, you cannot take someone on a first date to Waffle House. I don't want to live in an America where I can't take someone on a first date to Waffle House. That's a great American establishment. That upsets me.
1: Hey, Kale, I just got to ask a question. Is Dave and Buster's on this list?
0: Oh, you know what? I forgot how big of a Dave & Buster's fan you are. And you know what, brother? You are in luck because there is no Dave & Buster's off-limits. You are good to go. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. That's (laughs) how you know I got it, Cale. That's how you know I got it.
0: Hey, you know what? We can all learn something from you. You're in a very happy relationship. You're living your best life in North Carolina right now. And, uh, you know, enjoy some B-dubs for us all.
1: I will. I will. Go Diamondbacks, baby.
0: I don't know about that. All right, no, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
1: Talk, talk to you later, Kel.
0: <laughs> there he goes. Anything but basketball with Noah Hiles of the Post-Gazette, as we normally do on this program. Um, yeah, this this is a list that went – they made the rounds on social media today and it uh, got onto the Twitter of Stephen A. Smith. That's who I'm reading it from. It says uh, a group of women made a list of places that men shouldn't take them on a first date and i rattled off some of them a lot of them are chain restaurants and i have to be honest i do have a rule and i am a single guy i'm 26 years old i am dating i am looking for love i guess you could say i do have a no chain restaurant rule i go when i'm taking uh, a a woman out on a date it's got to be a place where not a, a you know a small business or but no chains I need to show a creativity, uh, an ingenuity about it. I need to demonstrate that I have good taste in restaurants. I don't just go to Chick-fil-A and Chipotle every meal, which I kind of do. You need to show that you have a good knowledge of great places to eat, that you are a worldly person, that you you have that kind of uh, ability. And so I think that's important. So I do have a no-chain restaurant rule. That being said, I mean, some of these are egregious. You can't take someone... <laughs> All right. Some of them are funny. It says no buffets. You cannot take someone to a restaurant that has a buffet. I would agree with that. No buffets. You can't take someone on a date to the gym. I wouldn't do that either. Church is on here. Somewhere that requires a long drive and no sporting events. I think there's actually some logic behind these. But uh, a, a, a couple are, are pretty egregious, like the movies, bowling. I mean, those are quintessential dates in the American culture. Who knows? More to come here on the show tonight. Uh, this uh, Lakers-Nuggets game is uh, still a 12-point advantage for Denver, but uh, we're getting down to like four and a half minutes left in this one. So we'll be keeping an eye on this. Um We'll dive a little back into the NBA talk in a little bit, and then when we get to the top of the show, uh, we'll revisit some topics we discussed earlier in the night at 10 o'clock before we hand it off to the nightly sports call. How good are the Steelers? They're 4-2, second in the AFC North, but they haven't really had that win yet that makes you think, this team's for real. So is the record... What the Steelers really are. Is it fact or fiction? Is it a trick or treat since it's Halloween time? It's that time of the year. Uh, We'll also talk a little Kenny Pickett later in the show as well. College football season is here. Pitt fans right here in Pittsburgh can hear every game for free by listening live on the Odyssey app. To get started, download the Odyssey app and follow 93.7 The Fan. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. We'll take your phone calls as well at 412-928-9370. When we come back, it's Kilberger on the fan.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.